Hello, everybody. Um, this is your favorite neighborhood Spider-Man, Keith Anderson. Uh, welcome back to Stand Off Topic, where we see where the focus stops. Um, like every episode, it's been a while. So, let's talk about it. COVID is killing us, guys. Um, let me just jump right in. COVID is, is, is killing us. It, it, it got your boy back on Christmas. Uh, by the way, I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. I also hope um, you had a new year, a good new year, I guess I should say. But it got me during Christmas. Uh, this new Omicron variant. <clears throat> it was out in these streets strong, very strong. And I, I believe I know where I got mine. Um, I moonlight as an Uber driver. Because I hate my job and sometimes they only give a certain amount of days, etc., etc. So, uh, the Monday before Christmas, I did probably about eight hours of driving time. And I mean, that's just eight hours worth of people in and out of my car. And I picked up, I was supposed to pick up a couple people from the hospital, but they never came out, which was great. But I definitely dropped off two people at a hospital. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I am double vaccinated. I haven't got my booster because I didn't think I was in the right time frame. I found out when I got COVID that I was two weeks late <laughs> getting my booster. I could have got it at the beginning of December. Um, my fiance has her booster and we did not quarantine and she was completely fine. And that right there, whether it is right or not, made me want to get my booster. Simple and plain. So, yeah. So, like I said, COVID's just out here, and be careful out there. Uh, luckily, if I can be, if I can say lucky, the Omicron variant is uh, more transmissible and less deadly, which is great. But unfortunately, like I just learned not even two hours ago that. Uh, an old high school teammate of mine died of COVID uh, over the past weekend. And so I don't understand how we cannot still be taking this serious. Um, I saw something that said there's 500,000 kids in the United States. There's like 540,000 kids were diagnosed with COVID-19. And there's still people like, oh, it's a it's a sham and it's a conspiracy theory that uh, some girl told me yesterday at work. She was like, I don't know how people are tested positive for COVID. She was like, I don't know. Something's got to be up. I'm like, or, or, here's another thought. It's a fucking virus. Um, and this is all because uh, she has two kids and... They're always around each other, I guess, and one of them has it, one of them doesn't. I don't know how viruses work, but you don't either. Ma'am, we work at the same place. But this whole, like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory and somebody's behind it, it's, it's dumb. Just be safe, wear your mask, and call it a day. But people don't want to do that. And we're sitting here, you know, and coming up on the third year of a pandemic, 
And it's crazy because I just read something like the Spanish flu was around for a couple of years, like I think like four or five. So it makes sense, but it may it doesn't it made sense back then because of technology. Like I get it, you know, things are harder to come by, harder to stay alive back in the twenties, you know. But it's twenty twenty two and people are dying because they just wanna be ignorant and I just don't get it. I mean I even argue with my brother. My brother he was like, Oh, they created it in a lab. I was like, Okay. He was like yeah, they created it in a lab in Wuhan, China. I'm like, okay. I was like, so, okay, we can't listen to the scientists who created it. I was like, can we listen to the scientists in America? He never responded back. Why? Because he doesn't have anything to say. Like, it, that's the thing about conspiracy theories. There's always a breakdown somewhere. You can say whatever you want about whoever you want, whenever you want. But at the end of the day... The, the, your conspiracy theory is going to break down at some point. And for me, the point would be, you think every scientist in the world and every doctor in the world and every uh, virologist in the world is like, yeah, let's fuck up the world. No. As much as we're losing money in the world, as, I, I, I'm sorry, I keep saying the world. As much as the United States is losing money, you really think this is fake? Listen, capitalism is a bitch. And when I tell you that these people would rather make money than and, and step over dead bodies, that's what they're trying to do. The problem is there's so many people who are dying that people are having to shut down from making money because they don't have enough people to run businesses. Do you really think the government's like, yeah, we're, we're doing good here? No, they know we're not. You you have to see that now. That even if, and that's, and that's a, I can go on about this all day and I don't mean to, because I mean, we're all tired of fucking COVID, I get it. But you have to see like, hey, if we all did the same, if we all did the right thing, we'd be good. You know, like, there's no way you can just look at everything and be like, no, this is going to go away soon if I continue to not do what I'm supposed to do. There's no way. And then, for me at least, the way I see it, you have people saying, hey, come to work even though you have COVID. Forget the fucking fact that it's COVID. Let's talk about the fact that Mm, don't go to work or school when you're sick. Simple. If I have the flu, I'm not going into work. If I, have, if I have the sniffles, I ain't going into fucking work. But fuck all that. But come on. People are like, I'll oh, just go to work. It's fine. It's not fine. You're sick. And you people don't know how to be, uh, you know, clean. You guys are fucking disgusting. It's like I'm talking to a teenage boy. Wash your fucking hands. Clean yourself, but people don't do that. And we learn that through this pandemic. Either way, let's switch topics. I want to talk about something that happened in the past uh, two weeks. Um, I think it happened before the new year. Maybe, maybe not. No, I think it happened the beginning of January. Uh, either way, let's talk about Antonio Brown. His name is A.B. 
He is an NFL football player. He went to Western Michigan, got drafted by the Steelers. He was like a third-round pick. Um, then became one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, I have a bone to pick with A.B. A.B. has been doing some things in the NFL that aren't great, to be frank. And the issues I have with him is that the people who stick up for him are just as dumb as he is. And the problem is that when everything happens, everyone goes, oh, he needs, he someone needs to look at his mental health. I'm sorry, that's not the excuse for everything. That can be an excuse for some things. And sure, he probably does need some help. But also, he needs to stop acting like he's God's gift to man because he's not. God gives to women, men, whoever. It doesn't matter. He isn't. But his most recent and most um, egregious thing that happened was he was in the he was in the middle of a NFL game. Um, he was supposed to be out in the field. A coach called for him. He didn't go. Coach came over, asked him why he doesn't want to go. And again, this to be fair, let me stop. This story was told by him and by the coaches. Um, so it's two different stories, um, and let me tell you, I'll tell you who I believe. Coaches came over and said, hey, why aren't you out on the field? He said, um, his account, Antonio Brown's account, he said, my ankle's too messed up, I can't play. Um, then, according to Antonio Brown, he said the coach was like, you're done. He throat slashed him, you know, the, the sign of throat slashing. And he was like, you're done, you're off the team, get the fuck out of here. Uh, the coach's account said, went a little differently. He said, hey, A.B., you're supposed to be on the thing. He's like, fuck that, I'm not going in. He said, you're supposed to be out in the field. He was like, no, fuck that, I ain't moving. So he said, okay, you're done, get the fuck out of here. That's what the coach said. The coach said he said that. He said, I didn't throw Sashim, I didn't make that gesture. He was like, but I did tell him to get the fuck out of here. He wasn't on the team anymore. Uh, A.B. Antonio Brown goes to leave in the middle of the field, middle of a televised NFL game. He takes off his pads on the sideline. He takes off his uh, shoes, his shirt, everything, and he runs off the field. Uh, I made that last part up. He did not run off the field. He goes to leave the field. So at this point, he's in his pants, socks, and no shirt. Um, as he's going out the field, he starts throwing his his clothes into the stands. He does a little light jog. He does some jumping jacks and then back at the end zone. Uh, all the while, the game is still going on on the other side of the field, but everybody's focusing their attention on what AB's doing. Now, um, I have no issues with the way he left. I know some people say it's not professional, it's not this, it's not that. I don't really care about that. What I care about is I think he's lying. And I said that from the moment he left the field. I posted on my Facebook. I posted on Twitter. I said, ooh, A.B., you're not the good guy here. I was like, and, you know, I had people like, no, 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 man. The team be fucking with them. I was like, let me tell you right now. I will never, ever back an NFL team over a player because they don't give a fuck. You're just a number to them. You're good for a while, and then when you can't go anymore, you're discarded. And I'll also never, I'll never cape for a medical team. 
Uh, for example, when I was in college, I had, uh, his name was Doug, our head trainer. I told him my shoulder hurt the end of, end of my freshman year. We were in spring ball, we were working out, and I had a goal to reach. My goal for being a defensive lineman was to be able to bench press 340 pounds. Um, uh, when I came into school, I was doing like 275. Maybe I wasn't that strong. Um, so I said, okay, cool, let's work on that. So in the off season, shoulder was hurting, whatever. I kept trying, I kept trying. Um, did I get to 340? No, I went the opposite way. I couldn't even bench 135 pounds. And I told my trainer that, and he was like, stop being a little girl. And I was just like, okay, I guess I am being a girl, but it does hurt. Okay, I'll stop. So I did. Went home for the summer, talked to an old high school trainer. She did one test on me, and then she goes, you have a torn rotator cuff. You need surgery. I was like, I knew I wasn't tripping. I know my body. But so I'll never, ever, ever be like, oh, the medical team did their job. So the reason why I bring that up is because A.B. said the medical team told him he had to play because his ankle was fine. And he said his ankle was not fine. So at the end of the day, his story, Antonio Brown's story is um, they wanted him to play. He told his coach about it. And this coach wanted him to play regardless. That was his story. The team, the coach didn't say anything, and he hadn't been released after the game. I was like, well, I can't give you the benefit of the doubt. And here's the reason why. Let me, let me, I'm going to read off some things that happened. It's 2022 since 2018. He was a star wide receiver with the Pittsburgh Steelers. In 2018, one of his glaring situations were he, after a win, he went live on Instagram or Facebook. I think it was Instagram. And after the game, the locker room is closed to the media. You don't know what's going inside unless they let you inside. And there was no media inside. So when he went live, it went viral because nobody's usually inside when the when the team is after a win or after a loss. Some colorful language was used by his head coach, which shouldn't have been on TV, but in the football locker room, it's actually okay to say. It wasn't, like, derogatory. It was more like, you know, cuss words and shit and toxic masculinity shit. That's basically what it was. Um, So nothing, if you've been in a football locker room, nothing you heard would surprise you, but he went live to millions of people and people who aren't in locker rooms, simple and plain. Uh, that was one. Then he got kicked off the team because him and his coach couldn't come to an agreement. It wasn't because of that situation, but just because it was just a whole issue. Um, so they let him go. He was supposed to go to a couple different teams. He ended up going to the, at the time, Oakland Raiders. And the Oakland Raiders offered him a $50 million contract with $30 million guaranteed. Um, if you don't know anything about the NFL contracts, um, they have different languages in them, like... This money can be guaranteed, but there might be a stipulation. Um, But usually you'll get your guaranteed money no matter what because it is guaranteed. The rest of the contract may not be guaranteed. And every contract isn't guaranteed. Uh, So just because you sign, you can sign a $200 million contract. If you get no money guaranteed and you never play it down, you'll never get that money. 
Or even if you play it down, you might get some of the money, but not all of it. Whatever the case may be. So he had $30 million guaranteed to the Raiders. Um, a little bit after, before the season started, it was August something in 2019. He ended up getting hypothermia in his foot, in his feet, or a frostbite in his feet because he went to cryotherapy, what a lot of players do, a lot of super celebrities do, a lot of superstars do. Um, but you have to be completely dry, and he went in and his feet were wet, which got him to have hypothermia, frostbite, whatever the case may be, which delayed him playing. Okay. All right. That was August. September 5th. He been out of these dates. He missed the team practice. And when asked why by his coach, he said that he didn't want to go. It's a team practice before a game. September 5th. Football's in full swing. You got to come to practices, bro. He missed practice. Missed a team meeting. Missed practice. Said he didn't want to go. He also... Um, the coach called him, the head coach, John Gruden, who had his own demons and was fired this year, this past year. Um, was like, hey, what's up? Why are you not in practice? Blah, blah. Uh, Antonio Brown recorded the call and then he put it on Instagram because he wants attention. Um, so that was September 5th. September 7th, they were like, you know what? We're done. They released him. They released him one day before that $30 million was going to be guaranteed. All he had to do was just not act a fool before that one day. But he decided, I'm not going to go to practice. If you don't go to practice, you don't go to team meetings. I can't rely on you, my guy. So they let him go. He called, he, at the same time, I don't know if I already said this, uh, but he called his general manager a cracker. Obviously, he's a white guy. Um, Antonio Brown's a black guy. Uh, and then two days after, two days after he got released, he was, they found, everybody found out he was getting sued for sexual assault. His former trainer claimed that uh, he raped her. That's September, that was September 10th. September 15th, he signed with another team, the Patriots. He played a game that weekend. September 15th. September 20th, he got sued by somebody else who claimed sexual assault as well. So the Patriots released him on September 20th. Now, let me stop right there. Between September 5th, 2019 and September 20th, 2019, he played for two different teams, got sued for sexual assault twice, Got released twice from both from both NFL teams, and didn't get his thirty million dollars guaranteed that he's supposed to get if he stayed on the team until September eighth. Okay, I just want to catch everybody up on that. Let's go. What also happened? He was um, he ended up getting in trouble. He ended up going to jail because he got into a fight with a driver of his. Uh, the driver claimed that he didn't pay him. And that's how, what happened with the fight. So he beat him up. He beat the driver up. Then in 2021, he played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tampa Bay was one of the first teams. And it was the first team in the NFL to have 100% uh, 
double dose or single if they wanted to vaccination. Full va- fully vaccinated team. All 53 people were fully vaccinated, including coaches, uh, team members, teammates, but et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In October, I think. Uh, or no, no, no. I'm sorry. He had an ankle injury like the second week of the season. And he was out for about six weeks because of his ankle. Uh, something happened with his ankle. He was out for six weeks, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, before his last week, they found out he had a fake vaccination card. He, was, he wasn't he vaccinated. Now, let me tell you the way this story goes. Antonio Brown is absolutely vaccinated. He's fully vaccinated. He actually got the shot. But he had a guy doing some work for him at his house. I forgot what exactly what he was doing. And he asked the guy, hey, could you get your hands on a fake vaccination card? This is before the season started sometime in the summer of 2021. The guy said, oh, absolutely, I can. So he did. So he got him a fake vaccination card. He turned in that fake vaccination card, felt iffy about it, thought he was going to get caught. And a couple days later, after he turned in the vaccination card, he actually went and got vaccinated. But you can't go back to the team and be like, hey, that one's fake. This one's real, right? So you just got to let it ride. Everything was cool until October. The guy that he did work for, or the guy that did work for him was like, hey, it's been a couple months and you still haven't paid me. Tony Brown said, fuck you. I don't care. I'm not paying you. So the guy snitched. He was like, okay, bet. Hey, NFL, I got him a fake vaccination card. Go check it. It's fake. So they did. It was fake. So he was suspended for three games. Yes, having a fake vaccination card is a felony, but he only got suspended for three games. It is what it is. Um, so he missed six games for injuries in 2021. Then he missed another three games for a fake vaccination card. Now, when you are the way we talked about contracts earlier, The way the contracts work sometimes, too, is that you have, like I said, there's stipulations for guaranteed money. You also can work towards incentives, too. So let's say you sign a contract for a million dollars. It could be worth a couple more million depending on the incentives. So, for example, you know, depending on if you get different stats, like, oh, you pass for 2,000 yards if you're a quarterback or as a wide receiver, you catch 10 touchdowns in a season, you know, they might throw on, like, if you if you meet this incentive, you would get a, a, an extra million. Last year, Antonio Brown was playing on this kind of contract. It's a contract with incentives. And the last game of the season, Tom Brady, who's the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, stayed in the game, a game he didn't have to play in, a game that he didn't have to stay in and play. He stayed in the play to get to make sure Antonio Brown got his incentive so he can get his money. Simple and play. This year was no different. The last two games of the season, Antonio Brown was like a couple. He was, I think, 10 catches or something away from hit one incentive. And then he was two touchdowns away from another incentive, which would have got him, I believe, like $1.5 million extra on top of his other contract that he already has. So there's that. So this game that he walked off and took his pads off and everything, that was the second to last game of the season. So he didn't even make it to the last game of the season. So he made it to the second to last game of the season. 
So everybody was speculating like, oh, Antonio Brown and his ankle and incentives and all this other stuff. Um, Antonio Brown decided to release some text messages. He released some other stuff saying, look, I told them about my ankle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, as I've been playing football, you get asked about all kinds of injuries. And if you say you're good, I assume you're good. His text message, this damning text message that he released with the head coach, he was like, hey, coach was like, hey, are you good to go? He was like, I'm going to try my best, coach. He's like, you know, my ankles bother me, but I'm going to try my best. He's like, okay. He's like, well, we're not taking any, you know, we're not resting anybody for the playoffs, so can you play or not? And he was like, I can play. If you tell me you can play and you want to play, I'm going to let you play regardless. It's your body, not my body. But if I need you and you're a good player, I'm going to let you play. Um, so he went to independent specialist. Specialist said, hey, he shouldn't have been playing anyway. My point of view was, man, if he shouldn't have been playing anyway from the start, even before this game even happened, what did he do for those six weeks he was out with injury? Did he rehab? Did he not rehab? Like, what's going on? So I tell everybody, I'm like, listen, I don't care about the way he left. I don't care about the professionalism of everything. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that I don't believe you. Your track record, which I listed, and there's more, but your track record tells me that you aren't to be trusted, even if you're correct. And again, I don't want to cape for the NFL team, and I don't want to cape for the medical staff. I, they're wrong, but you're also wrong. And that's how I see it. You're Antonio Brown is also wrong. It's not just them. It's you, too. Their, their goal is to make money and to make you play, to play a game where you hit people at 30 miles an hour, running uh, running at each other, and dying on the field. That's what the NFL cares about. Do you think they cared about your ankle? No. But I can tell you right now, uh, oh, one, I'm sorry. One of his other things was he got shot up with some numbing medication in the NFL locker room. Now, this may come as a surprise to you if you don't watch the NFL, if you're not really football, but I can tell you it's a common thing. It is really a common thing. Um, I listened to Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp is a Hall of Fame tight end. He played in the 90s. He was like, he said, this is how I work, because he had ankle injuries too in his career. He said, this is how I work. In 93, um, second game of the season, I hurt my ankle. Uh, third game of the season, I wanted to play, and they shot my ankle up. Um, the fourth again, or the I think he said the tenth game of the season. He said they shot me up every week. The tenth game of the season, they started shooting up my other ankle too. He was like, so I got my left and my right ankle shot up from the tenth game of the season, nineteen ninety three, until I retired in two thousand and two. So you mean to tell me this man was getting shot up every day with with some kind of. Uh, some kind of medication in his ankles to play in the NFL for almost nine years because that's what they do in the NFL. Your body breaks down at an alarming rate and they have to get you out there. The thing is, the players know this. Uh, I was in college. I didn't play in the NFL, but I played in college. And I know a couple people who got shot up with stuff, mostly in their legs, just so that they can play in the game. So this isn't new to me, to me. To, to you guys, it might be, but to me, it's not new. So I'm sitting here like, okay, this is, this is, he's like, oh, I got shut up with something I'm not supposed to be shot up with. Who said you weren't supposed to be shot up with, Antonio Brown? 
well, the NFL Players Union, oh, the union said you're not supposed to be doing this, and you let them do that to you anyway, call the union. Tell the union about this. That wasn't the case. He didn't tell the union. Why? Because he wanted to play. If you didn't want to play that bad and you shouldn't have been playing in the first place, then call the union. Don't dress. They can't make you play if you don't put on pads. There's so many things he could have did before he even got to the point of walking off the field. So that doesn't bother me. Let's say he got kicked off the team on a Saturday or Friday. What day was it? I think it was a Sunday. You know what he did Monday? The, the game, it was Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the New York Jets. Uh, they were playing in New York that Sunday. Monday, Antonio Brown shows up to a Brooklyn Nets game, which is a basketball game, sits front row like nothing ever happened. He's just there, just chilling. Now, this ankle injury is so bad, they said he he's going to need surgery. Really bad surgery. And he should have got the surgery weeks ago. I said, okay, cool. They show him at the Brooklyn Nets game. Sir, where's your cast to protect you so you can get surgery? Where's the limp? Your ankle's that bad. Now, his excuse is there's a difference between football moves and regular moves. I agree with that. There's some stuff that even now, I can't do if I get on the football field, but I could do it. I could do other stuff, even though my body would hurt so bad on the football field, but I can do other stuff outside of football field, even though it hurts. I agree with him on that. What I don't agree with though, is that anybody I've ever seen that needs surgery for a football injury, you can't do a thing. If you need surgery that bad, you can't do a thing. And remember, he ran off the field when he threw off his jerseys and stuff. He did a couple jumping jacks just to show people that he was good to go. Come on. You're the boy who cried wolf. Even if I even if I want to believe you, I can't. Because of everything you showed me. You showed me everything you wanted to show me. And 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 what I got from that is that nah, you're not to be trusted. You're not to be trusted at all. So you know, I had a couple arguments with people about Antonio Brown. Um, oh, and then the, the same night that he walked off the field, he also released uh, one of his uh, one of his rap songs. He had a rap song. He wants to be a rapper now. He was hanging out with Kanye West and Madonna a couple days after that incident. And and like I told, like I was I was arguing with people about it. I'm like, man, that's crazy. He seems to be really unbothered that he just quit his job and he's not making money. And then it comes out, guess what? The whole thing was about him getting his incentives. He was just mad that he wasn't getting enough targets. But like my buddy Shannon Sharp figured out, the first half of the game, which is all he played, the game that he walked out on, he only played one half, he got five footballs thrown to him. His average for the season, six. You just have one less, sir. Go out on the field and get some more. And he had a whole nother game to get his incentives after the fact. So don't sit here and tell me that you can't do it. Because you can. He, he could have did whatever he wanted to do. But he wanted to make a spectacle. He wanted he wanted everybody, hey, look at me, look at me. And that's, uh, you're doing the wrong things there, buddy. But again, 
I'm looking at his past behavior, not because he doesn't deserve not to be forgiven for his past, but it's when it becomes a pattern, that's an issue. He went on to he went on a Twitter rant where he called out Tom Brady. He called out Tom Brady and Tom Brady's trainer. Why why are you calling out Tom Brady? Tom Brady when he, when you were in when you were in the um, what was it called? When you were in New England, Tom Brady let you stay at his house. When you came down to Tampa Bay, Tom Brady let you stay at his house. The coach didn't even want to sign him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady was like, I need him. So the coach was like, okay, if Tom Brady needs you, you can stay. And then you go and do all this. And then he goes on Twitter a week after it happens and goes, fuck Tom Brady. Uh, excuse me? Sir, you're doing everything the wrong way. The reason the reason why I'm talking about it is because I really, 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 really hate when people were like, oh, he needs mental health. He didn't need mental health when he wasn't paying his people. He didn't need mental health when he wasn't getting a real vaccination card. He didn't need mental health when he was going live in a football locker room. He wasn't getting mental health when he called his general manager a cracker. He didn't need mental health all those other times. Why all of a sudden he does now? Because he did something outlandish. He's been doing stuff outlandish. It's annoying to me. It's so annoying to me that that you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do what you're supposed to do. Again, I don't care about you the way you walked out, but God damn, you got to do the things that you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. So, either way, um, but that's it on that. I'm not. I'm not gonna keep you guys too much longer. I unfortunately just lost all my notes that I keep um, I don't know my phone was glitching really hard so uh, I'm going to make up some more stuff to talk about eventually um, but as of right now um, that's it welcome to 2022 hopefully it goes well for you hopefully you have a budding 2022 uh, be safe stay healthy Stay away from that COVID if you can. Wear your gloves, sanitize, do all the things you're supposed to do, guys, because we need everybody to make it out. We want to see our loved ones. We want to see the people that we want to see make it out of this pandemic. Uh, people are dropping like flies, and I don't mean not to be insensitive, but it's the truth. And if you were able to overcome it like me, um, all you can do is be grateful. Because a lot of people didn't. A lot of people I know didn't. Um, this isn't something to, 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 to trifle with. It sucks that we still have to talk about it. But like I said in my other episode, we're not going back to normal. So we have to deal with it. And the best way to deal with it is to be safe. Get your vaccines. Do what you're supposed to do. And yeah. Hopefully it works out for you guys. Uh, Godspeed, Buzz Lightyear, and all the rest. Um, make sure you check us out. Um, anywhere podcasts are found. All right, guys. Love you guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.